Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. Today's episode, I sit down with DJ producer Fetty Legrand and it's a wonderful chat. Uh, Fetty is at home in Holland and uh, we recorded this over Zoom as obviously uh, we were still in lockdown when this was recorded uh, on the 26th of April. Um, So by the time this comes out, hopefully normal service would have resumed. Let's stay positive, kids. Um, Before we get on with that chat, some thank yous. Um, Big thanks to Egg Fried. Big thanks to Hotel Chocolat. Um, big thanks to Scroobius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. Huge thanks to 76 for producing this podcast and taking the best bits of, uh, of Zoom audio and, uh, and putting a, a sprinkle of, of magic on it to try and ensure you get a nice warm studio sounding podcast in these uh, bizarre times where uh, it's still not cool to sit in a room and, uh, and have a chat. So we're doing the best we can to to keep you uh, entertained and 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 it's you that I'm going to thank next thanks loads for continuing 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 to uh, support off the beaten track it's uh, an absolute joy um for me to to get to sit to so, sit and chat to so many wonderful people and uh, and the fact that it's received nicely and kindly and warmly by you lot just makes it a, an absolutely wonderful bonus so so thanks because we're not far off 300 episodes now, and throughout the whole of lockdown, you know, you, you know, for seasoned listeners, you've you've seen the the output grow significantly from, you know, an episode a week to to generally sort of three or four episodes each week. Because I'm trying to maximise the the you know the the downtime of, you know, that lockdowns imposed, you know, not being able to have my club open, um, by by speaking to to creative people and keeping that element of my brain fired up and, and getting to hear these people talking about their journeys and their creativity so I found it a really really wonderful and healthy and, and happy distraction uh, through some of the the stranger times of, uh, of, the, of the, the, the you know the pandemic and uh, and I hope that you you know you lot have had a fraction of the the happiness I've got having them chats listening and uh, and yeah and if this is your first time listening then when you get to the end of this episode, then go and explore the back catalogue. Um, hear me chat to guests uh, such as Fatboy Slim. Um, gosh, who else have we had lately? Who else have we had? Foo Fighters, uh, Papa Roach. Um, oh, gosh, don't know where to go now. There's so many. It's so ridiculous. I said that we're fast approaching 300 episodes, and then the minute I have to pick five to mention... I still draw an absolute blank, but um, but yeah, if you like your producers, I mean Butch Vig, I mean it doesn't get any bigger a producer than him. Um, had a wonderful chat with Butch Vig. Uh, go go explore that episode. Um, comedians, you know, you can hear me chatting to um, James Acaster, Ed Gamble, Jade Adams, oh god, uh, Maisie Adam, loads. So just go and explore them because they're all for free. So just go and get stuck in and better still subscribe. Then you won't miss any of the ones that that come out. They just pop up on your listening device so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, there's the obvious ways you can do it, which is just 
tell your pals about it. That's always really cool. Um, or you can give us uh, a little bit of love on the socials, you know, whether that's a, a like, love, share, retweet, whatever you want to do. Um, but you can also get access to another 200 or so episodes and radio shows and video episodes uh, and support the podcast for as little as 79p a month um, at www.patreon.com forward slash off the beaten track. So um, you can go over there and support the podcast over there. If not, don't worry, because there's still, like I say, 300 episodes to go and listen to for free. And uh, I'm just happy that you're here. And if you want to do the Patreon thing, that'd be incredible. But no pressure. We're in testing times. Um, okay, well, I think uh, that's that's me done with all the kind of pre-show waffle. Uh, all you need to know is that everything I've just said you can find out about on the website, offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. So I know why you're here. It's not to hear uh, this lispy Essex twang, is it? It's to, uh, it's to hear today's guest. So it gives me enormous pleasure to say, please enjoy Off The Beat and Track Podcast with Freddie Legrand. Right, I've got to take a quick break in this podcast because I've got some super exciting news. Off The Beat and Track Podcast is proud to go into partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. That's right. The cacao bar is not a chocolate bar. It's all the best bits of a chocolate bar put into a really exciting new alcoholic range. That's right. Gin, vodka, and a beautiful range of cream liqueurs. So one of the big bonuses of this partnership is obviously I'm super thrilled to have Hotel Chocolat working with us, but they sent me a great big box of this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go and check it out www.hotelchocolat.com or over on the socials at Hotel Chocolat. But yeah, in the coming months, there's going to be opportunities for you to get involved with competitions with us, to win bottles of stuff. There's loads of exciting things coming soon, and I can't be more happy to say that this podcast is in partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Okay, we are recording. Joining me today via the means of Zoom, Fed Legrand. Hello. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I mean, we spoke briefly um, about uh, the situation that that, that we're in. Um, where, where I didn't actually ask exactly where you are. I'm I'm in Holland, in which Holland. is which is where I was born. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So which is which is fairly fine. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we've we've touched upon the, the the obvious conversation, which is the pandemic that we're hopefully um, in our respective countries slowly finding our way out of. Um, but for somebody that 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 makes uh, you know a, a huge part of their their living DJing, um, I just wonder how you found the the last the last fourteen months as both a human being and yeah. and and as an artist. Well, I I I think for a lot of us it's a little uh, it's it, it's a double edged sword. I would say you know I mean like I think or at least most of the guys that I spoke uh, the silver lining to all of this uh, was that it, it's sort of like a an obligated sabbatical so. So you you kind of have to you know uh, uh, take a slower pace, which I think is is in a lot of our cases was actually good. You know, I I can see for myself that um, you know it, it definitely my uh, creativity is like is like double at least. You know, it's it's just because you have time to um, let things sink in and have time for some other things, and of course, like you 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 can finally attend birthdays and Christmas and all those things. So, so there was a little bit of a silver lining to to a situation that, of course, is not uh, or, or far from ideal, I would say. Um, so, I uh, to be honest, I, I kind of enjoyed that, you know, to be able to do some things that I always wanted to do but never could could find time, and especially being in the studio a lot again, you know, which is which is kind of nice. Um, and, but, but at the same time, of course, there, you know, there's, there's, there's a bit of anxiety for a lot of people, which you also feel. And, and the weirdest thing for me was actually, even though I like being in the same time zone for a while, but 
I had no idea winters took so so long. <laughs> oh man, like it's like the days got shorter and shorter, and it's so dark and oh yo yo. So I'm 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 sort of happy that we are here uh, here right now. And in regards to you know, you, you said you got time to kind of uh, you know get in the studio and, and and pursue your creativity. Was that something that was was something that was a, a concise decision as soon as this situation arose was it right now i'm going to max this or are you somebody that kind of just waits until it feels right and then then kind of acts on that creativity yeah yeah for 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 me that's the case i mean for years i tried to like be uh you know in the studio at set times and so on and so on but it it just it just doesn't work i mean it's it's great if you want to whatever update your plugins or download an extra sample CD or whatever, you know, sure. um, I'm, I mean, it's, it's great for those things, but, but, you know, creativity just comes, or at least for me, I, I can't, it's not something I can switch on. And I, I have to say, you know, being, uh, you know, I, I have like a small home studio, which I'm in right now, which is, which is perfect. As, as soon as you have an idea, I just run up, you know, to do a little bit to see if I can get the idea out or at least like a sort of sketch, um, which worked great. And I think the other thing is that, I I took the opportunity to to make a lot more like let's say pop related or or more song song related uh, uh, tracks which kind of seemed fitting for for this period and and which I really really enjoyed so yeah okay well well let's talk about songs and uh, uh, songwriting and for track one I'm going to ask you to tell me the song that you regard as having the greatest ever intro please sure. So I I just start. Yeah, just tell me what okay, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, there's, there's so many songs, but for me, it's uh, uh, it's Pharaoh uh, uh, Munch and Simon Says. I mean, I I know it's actually a sample from a, a I think a Japanese Godzilla movie, but I think that's why that's what makes it so um, so so epic. And I I just like the way that you know you you it start with this filmish kind of trailer thing and then it goes into like a funky funky hip-hop track so yeah yeah for sure oh do you know what I've, I've, this is probably going to be nearly the sort of 300th episode i've done of this and i'm surprised that no one's ever chosen that and and, and you've got him first because i'd forgotten about that track and, and I've, I've played it out over the years djing and and as soon as you sent the list over and I put together like a little playlist just to go through the songs. The minute that started, I was like, "Why has no one yeah. chose this? It's yeah. it's huge, yeah. isn't it?" And it's like, but, I mean, it, it is one of those tracks that everybody knows, but yeah. you just—it's kind of like you know, in the back of your mind. So yeah. it's just yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's funny. And so, in, in regards to sort of production and 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 and, and remixing as well, like the the, the way that the, the, the young people listen to music now is far different from how it would have been when you first started producing. Sure, yeah. Um, and so my question is, is like, do you embrace and, you know, or, or acknowledge the, the changes in the way that people's listening habits are now insofar as, you know, I watch my children and, 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 and they listen to music via TikTok and things like this, and their attention spans seem to be getting smaller and yeah. smaller, and the thumbs yeah. are moving faster. And <laughs> and I just wonder, you know, are these considerations when you're putting tunes together now? Yeah, I mean, like I, I when I when I just started out, it was not it was not strange if your track would be like six minutes. Yeah, and, and now you you just stay slightly out outside of three minutes just there so there is a differentiation between the radio edit and the and the actual uh, uh club edit um I'm, I, I'm i mean to be honest i i think if if you can if you can manage to tell what you want to tell with your music within those three minutes or even if it's within two minutes you know i mean like it's i i i think it's fine but um I, I don't think it should be a a mandatory thing or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just. I, I mean, I like to compare music to food. You know, because that, that, that makes makes it clear a lot of times. You know, I mean, it it is a bit of it because there's so much of it. You know, I mean, it's so relatively easy to own a studio, which is basically a laptop and and a headphone, uh, theoretically. Um, it's easier to put music out. So there's so much. So it, it you know, I, I think music has become sometimes a bit of a franchise model, if, if I can say 
politely that way. It could, it could be a fast food thing, um, which is fine, you know, because I mean, I mean, there's a reason why f- fast food things are are, are fast food uh, restaurants are are so um, do so well in the world in terms of business. But at the same time, I don't think it's something where you you take your boyfriend or girlfriend and say like hey you know let's let's go eat it eat mcnuggets something or you know so i i I do think that for yourself you have to make that uh you know if if you do something short it's fine but just make sure that that you you pack everything you want to say within that thing and and but feel free to do something that is six six minutes long you know but i i i I think it's something that's not you you know you can't really avoid you know i mean i i i also noticed that if if I watch a movie and it takes too long, it's like, you know, come on. But then again, you know, I mean, if you, uh, uh, dang, what was that movie that was three hours long that everybody talks about um, uh, with uh, Al Pacino? No, uh, with uh, uh, with Robert De Niro and Pacino. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Irishman. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> because because I think I, I I do think that is interesting because it's at least for me it was so captivating that you know it's, it's I mean time is relative so it flies by so I I I I think that's where the challenge lies for us is to is to make sure it your music is captivating enough that you can add, add that extra meaning. But I, I find this is the case with with podcasts and 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 for instance if you know if you was promoting a record and you was going on a, a, a TV show they'd have you on there for five minutes you'd tell them an anecdote you'd tell them about the new record and and another little story and then it's on to the next guest and it's very fast paced whereas i think and the same with with mainstream radio as well whereas i think with podcasts i'm really surprised and happy that it's it's growing so big as as a form of media and it does kind of buck the trend. It slows things down. It is more about long form interviews and and a relaxed chat rather than, right, let's just trim off all the fat and let's just have this precise little soundbite. So I, I, you know, that, that, you know, I do like that. And and I'm, and I'm with you. I think if you can write the perfect pop record in two and a half minutes, great. But if you've got a six minute, you know, radio head kind of beautiful soundscape, don't exactly, compromise yeah. your art, you know, let, yeah. let that play out. So yeah, but I, 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 I do think it works both ways because I think, uh, you know, if you take a few years ago, it was also, okay, you know, my record is eight minutes. So, so it must be good, which is, which is also not a given, you know, yeah, it's completely, it's, it, it works both ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to take you back for track two and, uh, and I'm going to ask you to tell me, please, the first song that you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you. Uh, well, actually, my my uh, mom, especially my mom, uh, played a lot of uh, Sting, and so I, I think "Shape of My Heart" was one of the, yeah, one of the things that that uh, had an immediate, immediate impact. You know, it's it, it uh, yeah, and and it still does. To be honest, it, it's such a, to me, it's it's still such a talented artist. Even though when I was younger, when my my mom used to play it, I. I would hate it, of course, because your mom plays it Oof. or your dad doesn't matter. But that's why you hate it. But I think over time you you start to appreciate it more. And um, yeah, yeah I, I think overall it's a very interesting, um, interesting artist sting as, as well. But it's, it's still one of my favorite songs. And what's the emotion? That, what was the emotion that you got hearing that? Um. I, I I I don't know. I think it's because I I hardly listen to lyrics. Actually, you know, I, 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 so for me, it's always how something comes at me, uh, and it it I don't know how to explain that, but it, it either does something with you or or nothing, or it makes you happy or sad. Or but I I, I think if to, if I had to say it, it's it's probably the I I think the the, the guitar uh, lick that's in there, and I think his. His voice has a sort of um, it. I I don't know. It's like it's it's it it, it has something fragile to it or something. Definitely. Yeah, which which I think is yeah, kind of get gets you or or it doesn't, but it gets sure. it gets me. Yeah, yeah. So so where was growing up? Where was home at this point? Uh, I mean, I I grew up in sort of in the middle of Holland around uh, Utrecht. Uh, so yeah, yeah, basically there, and um, at, at a fairly normal <laughs> childhood, I think, like a small suburban, uh, you know, uh, town. And uh, my dad is a physiotherapist, so he he would 
work and my mom was a stay-at-home mom so yeah yeah happy happy memories and so was you, was you i mean you said that your, your mom would be playing like sting records and stuff was there was there always music on at home growing up yeah pretty much and the, the fun thing was my you know my mom was more into like sting and like enya and classical music and you know kind of like more easy stuff where my dad was more into like james brown parliament he, he he did like the police, but not so much Sting, of course, you know, to, to, to kind of, so yeah. So, so more like funky, funky, funky. And then again, also some like Art of Noise, uh, Alan Poss's project, you know, those sort of back then experimental sort of things. And I, I, I think the combination kind of shaped my, my personal music taste. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm going to say, cause they're quite different sort of, ends of the spectrum really to be exposed to stuff like Enya yeah. and then them, them kind of sort of classical sandings or soundscapes and stuff and then you know the immediacy of, of of the police and 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 stuff like that do you think as you've got older you can definitely look back and go all of that kind of went in the pot and it's all kind of it's, it's, it's all there and it's all you know I can draw influences from all of that now yeah, I, I mean, I, I like to think so you know I, I, I think I think that's also the reason why I, I, I'm, I'm never, I've never been also with the music that I make myself. It's never been super narrow, you know, it's, it's never been like, Oh, I only do this sure. or only do this or because I, I mean, my, my mom, besides being a stay at home mom, she, uh, she uh, paints and sculpts. And so I, I think I, the, the step of making or doing something uh, artistic is definitely, and she always supported that when my, took my dad a little longer, <laughs> but um so so yeah, I, I I think that that combination always made me feel free, and also I that's how I feel, you know. Like if you look at at any artist throughout hi- history, if it's like a Van Gogh or or Rembrandt or wh- whoever you want to take it, you you see always them go through certain periods uh, periods as well, because you're you 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 want to develop as as an artist, no matter what you do, you know. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. I think it, that should be the case with anything doesn't matter if you break bad uh, big red or you know you kind of want to refine something that you're Absolutely. working on so i yeah so I, I i think that's why I've, I've never deliberately also because especially in the beginning like all the requests i got is like can you make something like detroit can you make something like the creeps can you make something and i i deliberately never never wanted to to repeat myself too much mm. uh which has good and bad sides but yeah, uh, at least I'm I'm very happy with that myself, and I I think my fans sort of uh, are are super cool about it. You know, I can do a pop song on the one on one side, and then almost a techno song on the other side, and they'll 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 you know, you know I'm not I'm not saying that they like everything, but at least they they accept the fact that I do do um, those things. So I I think that's that's what I took away from it the the most. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important as an artist to be able to do that and have that freedom to to create what what you're happy doing. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I, I think there's so many parts about being an artist, you know, I mean, like, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's if it's DJ wise or if you're a singer, but I mean, there's a there's a huge uh, entertainment part about it as well. In, in, in some cases, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, just just name them, you know, like uh, Bowie or Madonna or Michael Jackson, which is, is probably one of the 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 the, the most uh, or the height of entertainment as well even sure. though he wasn't he was an amazing artist but so uh, but I've, I've never been like i mean i mean i'm comfortable uh on the podium but i've never been an, an amazing uh entertainer sure. I, I personally think um so i i think that's why also i i feel the need more to express myself through through yeah trying out things yeah yeah well gonna stay in the the the, the formative years uh, for the next question. And I'm going to ask you, please, to tell me the song that reminds you of your time at school, please. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's so many, but let me see. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I chose uh, uh, Heavy D and the Boys, Now That We Found Love. Okay. I mean, I, I don't have, like, a very specific... I mean, I, I, I used to... I, I still do, actually, but I used to love dancing. I, I, I used to be in, like, this little hip-hop group when I was, like, teeny tiny... Um, but this this song kind of I don't know I I actually loved school I, I was I was bad at it but I I loved school so it, this has that happy vibe to it that that sort of represents the 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 fun I had at school. 
Did you have any idea what you wanted to be when you was at school? Uh, no, not really. Not. I mean, I, I started with, um, uh, we say, uh, you guys call it uh, mobile disco. That's how you, yep. how you call it. Yeah, uh, yeah, like very, very early on. So that interest was always there, but I, I, I like dancing. I like sports. Um, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. There were several things, but I never really, Im- I mean, I imagined myself doing something creative uh, always, you know. Um, but music kind of sort of, in hindsight, was, was sort of like always there. And then I started to have like a, like a side job as a, as a DJ in a little cafe. And that's, that's I think, where, you know, it, it was game over. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to do anything else anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I mean, obviously. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. See, you've... you've you mentioned that you know you're not super comfortable as, a, as an entertainer uh, on that side of you know being an artist, and you know, however, you've stood behind decks on on some of the biggest stages you know in, in the world. So I just want to ask you, even in the you know at school and and them, them early shows right the way through to now, have you always had? Have you been? Are you confident as a person? No, I. I well yes and no I it, it I I I have confident parts <laughs> where I you know I mean there's certain situations but I think everybody has I have certain situations where I'm like super confident and then of course I have things that I'm doubtful about but I always approached life like okay if I'm shy about something if I'm scared of something within reason of course because you know uh i i always wanted to go and investigate that i i sort of always pushed myself um to to at least experience what i was scared afraid uncomfortable of uh and and that's actually also one of the the reasons why i i was because I was super, super shy in, also when I just started playing, you know. So for me, it was, it was also, as a person, logical to, to, to do this because it, it would force me uh, to, to be a bit more social. So I, I think I grew more confident over the years by having that attitude in life. Uh, and, and I still do, I think. But, but you also notice that... Um, I mean, like, once again, I'm comfortable entertaining, but it's not, uh, and, and I, I do enjoy it, but it's something, I, I think the way I enjoy it is maybe a bit more uh, introvert. I, you know, you, you uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not naturally on my hands behind the DJ booth or, or, you know, it's not no fireworks shooting out my ass or, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just that. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. And I think it, it, it feels very natural for me, especially, yeah. especially now, but it, I, I don't have that extra. Uh, yeah. You know, um, or I don't know if it's an extra, but if you look at Robbie Williams, you know, that's, that's an entertainer yeah. to me. Yeah. Where whatever, 
I, I don't know, like like some other guys are more Ed Sheeran is more a musician than an entertainer. Yeah, you know, I, absolutely. They're both they're both comfortable on stage, but but there's a there, there's a difference in in presentation. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, as we come, you know, out of lockdown, perhaps the fireworks out the arse could be great for a return yeah. show, man. Give it some consideration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might be so happy. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> Listen up. I've only got another new sponsor, Egg Fried. It's this super cool clothing label. And if you're into sort of skating and street art and gigging and, and kind of like really cool art and throwing a little bit of Asian culture and, and the designer's kind of weird sense of humour in the mix, then you're pretty much there with the wonderful world that is eggfried.com. Now, they do these amazing punchy kind of graphic tees, hoodies and sweatshirts, beautiful art prints, as well as this, they have a denim range, all handmade in-house, all supporting the slow fashion movement. Not only that, they've given you a discount code, 10% off when you head over to eggfried.com. Just use the code EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D, save 10%. Go and get lost in the world of egg fried. Also, they've got a new kids range, and it's called Small Fried, and it's super cool, super cute. Um, and again, it's all over there in this wonderful world. Go and get involved at eggfried.com. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to ask you for track four. Um, the first song you were buying from a record store, please. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but, oh, oh, sorry. I'm actually playing it, but... Um... Uh, because to be honest, it was an album. It was not. Uh, it was not uh, just a single. Sure. So it was. It was the bad album uh, from Michael Jackson because I was a huge Michael Jackson fan uh, back then. Um, and uh, yeah, if I had to choose one, I, I chose uh, Smooth Criminal. Oh, wonderful! But it, that was also actually my first concert that I ever ever went to. I was like, I was like such a fan. Yeah. So was that who was supporting on that tour? Can you remember? Was that the one that where the tour support was crisscross and Kim Wilde, was it? I, no. Or was it Rosala? That's what I think, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's been so long ago. I mean, like... And so, I, I mean, like I said, I've done hundreds of these interviews now, and Michael Jackson comes up time and time again. You know, it's the oh, same with Madonna, same with Prince. You know, these artists, it's impossible to ignore. Yeah. Um I just wonder, and I always like to ask artists this, uh, where their stances on Michael Jackson now in regards to all of the accusations, which we should make clear, nothing has ever been proven. Mm -hmm. um, but would you play a Michael Jackson record at if you was DJing? Uh, that's a hard one. You don't have to answer if I put you on the spot here. No, no, no. I'm, ju I'm just thinking about it because I like my first reaction is that a Michael Jackson record, yes, but an R. Kelly record, no. You know, yeah. So yeah, totally. I get that. I get that. But yeah, but maybe that's not completely fair or something. But I, th I think, I think maybe it's, it, it, yeah, it's it, that's 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 tough. <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, I'm comfortable listening to Michael Jackson records um, because they've formed such. I think it's that thing if you can separate the music from the the, the artist, you know, yeah. or the music from the man, however you want to sort of phrase it. And and you know, I I, I rarely hear Michael Jackson records on the radio now, um, but when I do hear them, I still get a lot of joy from them because they remind me of such a big part of my life growing up. And, no, I, yeah, but I'm and, not and, sure and, and, and if it's I not play the, them out. No, no, but it's it, I have to say it's not the first thing that 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 pops to my mind is, is the, it's sort of like I, if, if somebody mentions Michael Jackson, I, I, I think of the music first yeah. and where with like some other cases, like uh, sure. I mentioned, it's the other way around. So. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, to be, I mean, it's more that that is before my time. If I, if, if I, because if I would choose an artist, which is also a little controversial, I, I would rather actually, uh, um, choose James Brown because everything that came after him, which is Michael Jackson, Prince, it's, it, uh, you know, uh, just Justin Timberlake, it's 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 all inspired on him, you know. 100%. So, but I, I was I was just not. Um, that, I mean, it was not for my time. So sure, yeah. sure, yeah. okay. Um, I mean, and also just talking record stores, um, like uh, uh, as a young man, and then as as a 
as, you know, and as a teenager and as somebody that was, you know, fast forming a, a, an incredible career as, as, as a DJ producer, how important were record stores growing up? I, st- I still miss them to this day because it, it, it was, it was also a sort of, um, it was a social thing as well, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, I mean, even, even though in the beginning I, I hated it, you know, because, you know, when you, when you, you come in there the, the, like a, a proper record store for the first time. You you only get the stuff that's on the wall and not behind the counter, which was a whole thing back then. You know, it's like you kind of had to earn that spot to get. And then it's ridiculous, course, isn't it? It's so <laughs> it ridiculous. Is, and you're but, in but, awe. You're so in awe of them people behind the counter, like they're gods. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it, it kind of had. I don't know. It kind of had a. Uh, I don't know. It's like a. I, I, yeah. It's. Just, like saving for something, you know, when you save up for something, it, it kind of had that same, because if you would be a regular client, you would get a little bit more. And then in, in my case, I, I started playing at like a, a locally respected uh, a club, you know, so I would get even a little bit more. And, you know, so it's, it, uh, yeah, it, it kind of had a charm as well, but also like discussing the different things and then, uh, uh, you know, either, trying to stay as late as possible because I knew that, you know, one of the distributors uh, would, would bring like new records and then stay as late as possible. And then I, I mean, it, it was a whole thing, you know, it just sometimes if there only were three copies trying to buy all three of them, you know, so you will be the only DJ in the region yeah. to, you know, so there, there were a lot of games which were not, which were frustrating at the same time as well. But it, I, I, I don't know, it, it sort of had a, um, yeah, I, I just have good good memories about it because I mean now you just go online and you know. Yeah, that's 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 my that's exactly what I was going to say. That whole journey that you just explained there, you know, with the quest of getting this great record, like yeah. there's such this, you know, you can I'm sure of so many records that you could pull out of your box that you bought from that store back then, you could have some kind of journey or story attached to. Whereas now. You know, for good or bad, I'm not. I don't want to come across like you know an old granddad going like, no, 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 no. It's better in my day. You know, there's lots of benefits to to, to technology and what's happening now with with accessible accessibility to music. But there's something that can be that's been lost in that journey. I think a little bit, yeah. And uh, and, I, and, I, and I love that. Um, and while we're talking about that journey, and I, I touched on confidence um, earlier. Um, you know the the world of DJing and, and 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 you know work as a producer. It's in the music industry, famously one of the most difficult industries to 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 certainly yeah. achieve the level of success that you've achieved. Confidence aside, what about drive? How driven are you? Um, very, but I I I think you need you you need to be because I mean like it's. Uh, I, uh, you have you have to be a tiny bit naive, I, I would even say because, um, yeah, there's just just so many parts of it that are not easy, or not nice, and not glamorous, and not you know there, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that is not the main stage, so to speak, yeah. you know. So yeah, I. I, I, I think your drive is, is necessary. You really, really have to love this, the full hundred, because otherwise it's, it, it's just, just undoable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining or something, but, but I, you know, I, I had many tour managers that just gave up after a few months, like, bro, like, you know, so it's, and, 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 and I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly easy, you know. I mean, yeah. I um, of, of course I, I I also grab my party left or right, but I'm I'm fairly easy in that way. So I, yeah. it, it's 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 just brutal, you know. And sometimes the competition as well. I, I do have to say, I think it's a it's a bit of an advantage being from Holland, uh, because I think e- even though there is some competitions, I think in general we we kind of click together and help each other a little bit. So I I, I do think that 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 is nice um because i've i've I've, I've, yeah i've seen some other countries where people really hate hate each other's guts you know and like really trying to block things and you know i mean yeah so i think that's good but but yeah you have to be maybe not so much confident but definitely uh have a, a, a strong backbone yeah 
if, yeah. if I can say it like that. You have you have to be able to take some and, and but now as well, you know, I mean, like you know, it's so e- it 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 still takes effort and courage to put your little baby, you know, your new track or whatever out there, and then it's so easy for everyone to like spit on it, shout oh. at it, kick at it, you know. It's so yeah, you you yeah, I I would say like have a have a have a spine <laughs> even more than uh, yeah. And in an industry like where, you know, you mentioned Bowie and, and obviously Jackson and things like that, it, you know, back then you could put records out and and you can be shielded by by labels and things like that. And, you know, but in a world of YouTube and, and social media, the minute you put something out, you can get trolls saying horrific things, you know, yep. about your creativity and, and things yep. like that. And I'm not suggesting you've been exposed to that, but... Um, if you have, like, do you just ignore that? Do you ever engage with, with, with you know, with anyone saying like, crit- you know, the, the uh, criticizing unnecessarily? Not, not, not something that's just it's not for me. But when you know, you can get some fucking awful people on social media, yeah. and I yeah. just wonder like how, how you deal with any kind of sort of negative stuff on there. I, I, I to be honest, like I am, I, I check my mood let me let me put it that way before i read anything if i want to read anything because yes i do because you kind of want to know what your fans are thinking but if you already sort of are are not like completely you know a hundred percent you know feeling comfortable or or I don't know, you had a rough week or whatever, you know. So I, I, I do really check that because I used to read everything all the time. But but the the strange thing about just being a human, I guess, is like you can have literally a hundred comments that are super nice and great, and there's just this one, one asshole that that uh, uh you know just just writes something horrendous, and 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 that's what gets you, you yeah. know. And especially if, if if you read just before you have to go on, you're like, oh, you know, and and it, it kind of kills your mood. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just aware of when I'm going to read something. Yeah, that's 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 great advice. Check your mood before you check your socials. No, that's yeah, great. Really. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we've spoke so much about DJing uh, and, and and clubbing so far. So for track five, I'm going to ask you to tell me the song that soundtracked your years clubbing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a uh, um, Morals Groove, or George Morrow, I should say, and then Let's Let's Groove. Yeah, that that for me is just I don't know, maybe one of the biggest club anthems of, of all time. Yeah, because it just also keeps coming back, you know. So yeah, that's that's yeah. So, was you sort of did you experience a lot of sort of clubbing as as as, as a sort of teenager and you know and and as as you sort of approaching your twenties and stuff, or was this the point when you was really focused on, you know, trying to get where you got, uh, you know, was, was, was clubbing, was you always behind the decks and are you just as comfortable the other side? No, no, I, I, uh, especially in the, like, well, for me, it's strange enough. It started with, uh, I had a friend who taped like a pirate radio station every night. That's where the interest for it, house came from we were like whoa what is this you know and sometimes because it was he would just uh you know back with when you had cassettes he would just put it on before you know just before he went to sleep yeah. because it was in, in in the middle of the night and sometimes you would just catch static so there was definitely an interest and then uh, i had some friends who took me like to like uh, i wouldn't say i mean not super underground but more underground uh, parties and I was just always there for 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 the music. I was just intrigued, and then uh, it was actually another friend in high school who had um, uh, a turntables, and I, I think that's where I really got the because I was already interested in in. But I also like hip hop, and you know, I'd like different stuff, but also dance music, and I kind of like that whole atmosphere. And and so, I, and I was sneaking out, kind of like pretty pretty young, I guess, already. Um, so yeah, but when yeah when I when I got introduced to turntables, it was like it was that yeah I was I was hooked. And so what was that at that point? Was you interested in sort of beat matching, or was you interested in in scratching and and sort of you know more sort of turntablism and stuff? No, 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 beat matching definitely because I mean it definitely was because 
I, I think there was a certain transition. I, I, I started out, I think, with hip hop, but I think a lot because there's so many funk and soul in early hip hop and that's sort of what I like I told you grew up on yeah. so that was an automatic uh, match but then at a certain point it, it was too much about you know look at me and my so many cars so many women la di la di whatever whatever there was no political message or or whatever or no happy things or it's just just whatever it's not for me I don't yeah. live in the ghetto I've never lived in the ghetto I don't feel the need to shoot people or you know yeah. also because I was fairly young so yeah, so that I, I just didn't feel that anymore. And then at the same time, like I, I got more and more through friends, actually more and more into into house music and different kinds because the guy that uh, sort of taught me how to how to play records was really into acid. Like, okay, what's this? And, you know, and so it's it was it was more interest. So that that kind of like came came together nicely. And then um, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird why beat matching can be so so addictive yeah <laughs> i don't yeah, know absolutely absolutely yeah. this is strange well for track six i'm going to take you home and, and and ask for a favorite song from an artist from your home county please yeah that was really hard <laughs> because i mean to be honest like i don't think dutch music is the ideal music to sing in i mean i think that's probably where we create electronic music but i mean if it would be french or Portuguese or Spanish, sure, but Dutch is not not the greatest language to sing. And so I actually chose someone that sings in in English, which is a postman. They they sort of had a short career, but I I think it's it's done um, very well. And the song is called "You You Wait." I mean, it's straight up reggae, but yeah, it, you know, it's just uh, yeah, I. I I love that. And I love that song. I think it's done really well. Well, I, I went and checked them out because I'd, I'd never heard of them and, until you sent it over uh, and then went and explored some more of their stuff. And it, and it is, as you say, that the, the bones of it's definitely reggae. But there's, there's also, listen to some of the other stuff, there's, like, there's definitely sort of like a scar influence in there as well. And yeah, like totally. Yeah. Lots of that kind of upstrokes and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's really, really, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was great. Um, and so... Just lastly, um, for track seven, uh, I'm going to ask you uh, to, to, to do what you do best, really, and play DJ and, 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 and turn someone on to, to new people and, and, you know, replicate that moment where there is a new track that you got just as the record store was shutting and you bought all three copies so no one else could have one. Um, and I'm going to uh, ask you for a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear, please. Well, I, 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 I think that, I, I do think that that there is a good group of people out there that n- know this song. But I think there's a few artists because I, I was doubting there's a few artists that I think are just didn't get enough attention by the the, the mainstream. So that sure. that's mainly why I, why I chose the song, which is uh, Janelle Monet and uh, Tyrope. I think she got quite a lot of attention as a person, mm. but I think some of her music is absolutely amazing as well. So I, I just I just would like, you know, a, a bit of extra interest there from uh, from people in general. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's a great tune as well. Um, what we do is we put together a Spotify playlist to accompany the podcast so people can now go over and, and listen to to all of the songs that um that you've chosen and some others that we've we've we've, uh, we've chatted about as well um as we find ourselves coming out of of uh, i mean we're recording this on the 26th of april and certainly in the uk things are looking brighter um as we do if we we, we keep a positive mindset here and and, and look towards the, the the closing part of this year and the summer to to be a time of of more reconnecting with people and, and being able to go to to festivals and and and, and hopefully clubs uh, and and to be able to hug your friends and such. What are you looking forward to personally, and what's going to be happening professionally? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Um, I, 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 to be honest, I never thought I would say this because I traveled so much that there, there were points that I'm like, oh no, please, please not another 14 hour flight, you know, but I actually miss traveling. And so for me personally, that's one of the things that I, I just can't wait to, to, yeah, yeah, it, I, yeah. And, and I think for everyone, if you can do it, you know, it's, it's, it's such an enriching thing in life. So yeah, I, I think that's, that's for me uh, personally. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, in, in the business, I, I, I'm, I'm just really curious because I made so much music, which is, I, I think I pretty much have my whole schedule release schedule for, for the rest of the year already. So I'm just really curious if, um, you know, people that listen to the music coming out experience the same, let's say freedom or, or, left turn or right turn or however you want to call it uh, that that i took in in making this and i I just hope they enjoy it as much as i i did making it yeah wonderful um and if people want to keep up to speed with with uh with shows when they happen and 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 releases where's the best place for people to keep up to speed with what you're doing uh i mean if you're if you really want to know everything like uh, you know my website is always fine fedilagrand.com uh if and and otherwise you know everything is fairly current so it's pretty easy and uh, so you can do instagram um tiktok or or twitter wonderful Freddie, i've had uh, a real lovely time chatting with you today thank you so hey, much man. for your time cool no thank you okay take it easy i will cheers thank you bye-bye there you go put your hands up for federally grand sorry sorry Sorry, that was terrible, wasn't it? That really was a terrible joke. Um, God, I hope he doesn't listen because he would have heard that a gazillion times. Um, yeah, thanks loads to uh, to Feddy for giving up his time. Um, wonderful song choices. Head over to Spotify, check out them songs. Um, oh, it's lovely getting to speak to people in different countries. I'm loving that. Uh, so that's Holland ticked off the list. Um, Thanks ever so much for listening. Thanks again to, to uh, Feddy for giving up his time to have that natter. Um, hope you enjoyed it. As mentioned at the beginning, if this is your first time listening, go and explore the archives because there's, there's nearly 300 episodes that you can get stuck into for free. Go and have a look through, see who you recognise and, uh, and give a few of them a play. And, uh, and then before you know it, I've got you. I've won you over. You're, you're in the Off The Beat and Track cult. You've subscribed. Get stuck in, people. I'll see you next time. Be excellent to each other. Lots of love. Bye-bye. It's Off The Beat and Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Keep me, Stu Whipping. Eat a bucket.